Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch Podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Davia Shepard, and I am your host. Today, we are talking with the amazing Roque Tordesaro, and she has been just sharing a lot of really, really amazing information with us. We've been talking about growing our businesses for 2023, and we're probably thinking, yeah, we need to set some amazing goals and that sort of thing. And Ro has been really giving us some advice about going deeper and taking it from a different perspective. So Ro, may I ask you to just one more time, introduce yourself to our guests and let everybody know who you are and what you do. Hi everyone, uh, Ro Couture de Saro. I am been primarily playing in the leadership space uh, lately because as a woman who's helped women step into their power, step into who they are, build businesses around that for the last, you know, 10 plus years, I am now helping women leaders and women business owners really step into the leadership of who they are, leadership, lead themselves really, really, really well so that we could lead others. And then we can lead others through that lens of collaboration, where we are bringing forth the, the gifts and the talents of everyone together and I am focusing primarily on men and women working effectively together because we're beyond that point of women asking men for support. We're at this point now where we need to be walking side by side with everyone, not just women, but with men as well. So that's we what I've been focusing on. Walking side by side. I love that. We all need to be walking side by side, linking arms, supporting each other. And I love that you love collaboration. Probably almost as much as I do <laughs> I, I don't know I want to debate that <laughs> <laughs> almost you know <laughs> yeah. so Ro you invited me to be a part of your collaborate conference and can you tell us a little bit about what collaborate conference is all about yeah that is my first step towards getting us to work side by side and and it started off originally with just men and women working effectively together but it quickly expanded into team collaboration and business collaboration. And it's for leaders and CEOs and business leaders and thought leaders to really learn how to collaborate better, how to co-create so that we can be more productive, so that we could increase our creativity and our innovation. And then even in the workplace, you are increasing that engagement, you know, helping people to be seen to be loved, like I mentioned earlier, so that we can open up with our hearts. And because when we, it's all about trust. It's all about trust. So it's about how to build the trust and how to create conversations that are building the trust. And, and so I went around to some of the top leaders, whether they're being in leadership or their collaborators themselves and, and come onto the table and, you know, and bring bring that uh, conversation to the next level where it's not about our own agenda. It's not about power over. It's about power with. It's about, you know, all these things. So that how can we start to do that? So I, I put together 31 experts and speakers to come and speak on different, different areas. I had 
uh, you spoke, you'd mentioned your four areas earlier, right? And even a gentleman that I had on negotiation, he talked about years ago was just, you know, I win, you lose. Then it was, I win, you win, which was like the last 10 years or so, like, let's do a win, 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 right? We've been hearing about that. But now it's like, let's go that step further. It's about, I win, we, what about we winning? What about the clients winning? What about the outside world winning? What about the whole global economy and humans, you know, winning? And so that's what it's kind of been about. And I had a speaker talk about how to share your ideas without judgment, without criticism, how to give feedback that people really want to hear, you know, all these things that we don't think about how it comes into play when it comes into working with others and collaborating. So I wanted to kind of bring that to the table and it was been, it was fabulous. And I'm going to have another one um, in the spring of next year. And I hope you come back because I loved what you had to say. I am looking forward to it with great anticipation. And we need to talk because there is an opportunity, I think, for further collaboration with having you on our upcoming summit and just maybe doing some stage sharing. So see, guys, collaboration in action right here on the show. It is. Yeah, because, you know, what? there's all different kinds of collaboration. There's that type of collaboration. Like there's a collaboration I'm doing with Marie on the event because she brings different things to the table than I have. And together it's like the sum of the, the parts that is greater, right? The sum of all the parts are greater than the whole. But then there's also the collaboration where two people come together and create something that doesn't exist. That's the one that really gets me excited. It's about that innovation and that co-creation. And it's like, it. and I think from a branding standpoint, kind of like messaging that Esther was saying, it's like, how can we stand out in the world today? And we, the more value we bring to our clients, the more uniqueness we could bring to, to the world, that's how we could really start to stand out. So I think there's a little bit of a branding message in that when we start to collaborate with others and it's not always you, you, you and your, your perspective and your vision and your experiences. It's like, let's, let's blend it now together with somebody else. And it's like, suddenly it's like two individuals, one new brand, new individual. And it's like, whoa. That's one of my favorite things about this whole idea of collaboration. It's that thing that, Napoleon Hill talks about the mastermind that gets created, the ideas that flow when we get together are going to be way, way more impressive than if Ro was siloed over in her space and I was over in my space and Esther's over in her space. But when we all get together, what comes out of it is so dynamic and so outstanding and it wouldn't have showed up if we weren't in that togetherness space. So that's yeah. my, one of my favorite things about collaboration. Yeah. Well, and then when you're in that community together, you get that added benefit of growing faster because yeah. you have others supporting you and you have people like, oh, they think like me. I'm not so crazy. You know, <laughs> it's like they have the same issues I have. Okay. It's not only me, all these little things that come out that you can grow through the collective. So there's just so many great things about it. There there really, really are. You mentioned that one of the things that keeps you going is asking yourself on your dumb times, how can I make this fun? Tell us the story, Ro, about a time when 
you had to put this in action. Like you were in a space where you were not having fun and you had to really go within and reach for that fun energy. Because I'm going to tell you, Ro, every single entrepreneur out there goes through that. They go through those downtimes. And how how can we pull on that fun energy? It is tied to a core value of mine. So it has to be tied to that. It's got to be meaningful to you. But, you know, I can't just say, oh, I'm going to create fun and you really don't care about fun. It's just, it won't work. It's just, I just want to put that little caveat there. But I, it, it came to me when, so I've had a lot of, I've had a successful career, right? I was a corporate executive. I was vice president. I had, exe- I had a successful MLM business. I had all these things that would tell me that I'm going to start my own business on my own. I'm feeling it. And I'm going to make six figures my first year out of the gate. It's like, you know, easy peasy. I've been, I've been successful, but I never actually promoted my own intellectual property before. It was always, I was, I was very good at sales. I was always promoting someone else's, even MLM. It's still not my own products in my own services. So I fell flat on my face in the first year and even the second year. And I'm like, what's going on here? And what I was trying to do is I was trying to run my coaching business the way the gurus were telling me to run it. I was trying to run it very masculine. And this is what you got to do. And you got to do it this way and this way and this way and this way. And a lot of those ways were very masculine and didn't feel authentic to me. And I was like, the minute you, if somebody teaches you something and you'd be like, I don't see myself doing that. But then you're like, well, they're making 10 million a year. So they probably know better than me. So I'm going to do it that way. And you start forcing yourself to do it that way because you put them on the pedestal and you put yourself down, which is what I did. Even though I had all, all the success I had, I still was like, nope, I'm not worthy enough because I'm brand new. Because... I don't know if anybody's got to, you know, what I put together is worthy of people paying me for of what's in my head, you know, and all of that. And so I was, I was procrastinating and I was procrastinating and I wasn't doing, wasn't doing what they were telling me what to do. You know, I was being told I had to make 20 calls a day and, and I had to track them. And then those that didn't answer, if they didn't answer in the morning, then call them in the afternoon. And, and, and it was like, it was like, I felt like a robot on how to prospect. And I was like, this is just not me. And that's when I sat and I'd be like, all right, this is, I know I have to prospect. I know I need to get clients. So I have to, I, you know, again, see, I have to, I have to. But then I said, all right, so what am I going to do? You know, what's going to make this happen? And that's when I was like, all right, you know, what's important to me? Fun, freedom, and fulfillment. So, okay, how can I make this fun? And then suddenly I just started having these cool ideas. I had this idea of going online and doing the gutsy gal of the week and promoting a woman that was like powerful. And I just had this cute idea of how I was going to like, because it was like, you know, kind of going online and, and do these Facebook lives in a fun way. And I was like, that to me was fun. I was still prospecting, but it didn't feel like prospecting because it wasn't that super structured. 10 calls a day, how many people answer, how many people didn't answer, take them to the next level and then move them in this line to this line, to this line, to this line. That didn't work for me. Goals 
does not work for me. Goal setting does not work for me. Intentions works for me. My mission works for me. You know, my why works for me. And those are all feminine. None of those are masculine. And so that's where I started being like, huh, you know, when I ask myself some cool questions, I get some cool answers. <laughs> and I started doing that with my clients and helping with them. And then they started getting like, you know, better results and seeing it's like, hey, we're not robots. You have to find what works for you to build your business. There's many ways to market yourself. There's many things, there's many choices you could have. Find the one that you love and just go with that first. And then the others will, will follow. So that's how, that's what came out of me just asking, how could I make this fun? I think that's a beautiful question to be able to ask, how can I make this fun? And I love also that you remind us that when we're doing the tasks that feel heavy and difficult, that there is an opportunity to remind ourselves why we're doing that. Tell us a little story about a time when that came up for you. Yeah, and I started with that earlier. It was God, I have to remember exactly what I was doing, but it was a tedious task of tracking again. <laughs> I'm not a good tracker. So <laughs> I hire, I have a coach now that does the tracking for me, but because I'm still not a good tracker. It's just you got to know what you're great at and what you're not. And what, you know, so I was sitting, I do remember it was it was in the summer. I was sitting out on the deck and and I was and I had, oh, I was, it was my first group program. And, and I had to, all these promises that I was making, and you know, I was going to promise to get the video out and promise to get this template out and these exercises and all this. And it was like, and I didn't realize I put a lot on my plate <laughs> and, and it was just like a lot of that. I put me in the group coaching session and do live coaching and, and speaking. And I was great. Now it was all the, the structured piece of the group coach coaching program that was getting me like, Ooh, and, and that's when I was like, you know, saw that I say, well, I need to look at this from a different perspective. I need to see this from a different perspective. And it's like, you know, I was, I was in the beginning. So it was like, I didn't have the money necessarily, which I learned now I should have invested in somebody. And, you know, I was also falling onto that situation of like, you know, you, you hire a VA once you've, you know, made some money. It's like, no, hire a VA in the beginning. It's one of the main investments you should make in yourself to help you grow that business. But that's when, you know, I realized, you know, I got into, well, what's this group coaching program about? What are they, what's their outcome? What are they going to get at it? What is it that I'm really going, what is the promise that I'm delivering? And I was like, and I just learned to really accept that this was part of it and that this is just for a time. Eventually I could hire a VA to do this, but for now I need to do this so that, you know, they can get the results that I know they, they want and desire. And from that place of desire and that place of me serving them enabled me to at least not be negatively badgering myself of why am I doing something I, I really don't like to do. Why is this so difficult? It's like, so it made me change that whole language and accept that this is part of the process and it's okay. And the light at the end of the tunnel is this and I'm going to shine. And, and it just helped me to, to just to deal with it in a way that was positive 
and not in a way that I was putting myself down, not realizing that as I was putting myself down because I wasn't doing it, I didn't like it. I was, I was actually like kind of suffocating my own power. So once I accepted it, my power just like opened up and I was able to not only do that, but able to do it with a much more powerful way and then show up on the coaching call much more powerful. So it changed my whole energy. The energy is so, so, so important in success of your business and growing a business. So all of this is really about shifting your energy in the right, in the right place. And you, you, we were having conversation earlier about the things that we need to do to grow our businesses exponentially for the new year that is coming. And you mentioned a few things. I was taking notes. You said we need to allow quiet time in our lives. We need to listen to our intuition and not let others dictate to us, not even our clients. You said that we need to set really healthy boundaries. You mentioned that we don't have to burn the midnight oil and that can actually be detrimental to the process. And you talked about listening to ourselves and about true self-care. Yeah. I mean, you are your own. I had a mentor, you know, she would always, she would call it, it's like, listen to your own inner business expert. You are the expert of who you are. You're the expert of your business. So why are we always constantly looking to the outside world? And I'm not saying not to get coaches and not mentors. We do. But it's like you need to be able to decipher that when somebody's telling you to do something, is that a good fit for me? Does that fit into who I am? Does that fit into my values? Does that fit into me growing my business this year and the way I want to grow? So it's asking those questions. And so many times we just take what they say and do instead of sitting back and being like, is this like somebody wants to invite you to, to speak on something and you're like, oh, speak an opportunity. Yes, go. But really it's like, but sit back first and say, you know, instead of reacting, respond, is this the right timing for me to get me where I want to go? Is this going to move my needle in the plans that I put together? Is it in alignment? And we don't check the alignment of everything that we decide to do. So when you come from that place, there's no second guessing of your decisions then. And then you, then you will move forward with owning that decision and showing up in that energy of that decision because it's came from the right place versus just a decision coming because somebody told you to do it. The outside world told you to do it. Does that make, does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. That makes perfect sense. And I feel like we, many of us have been there where we have listened to the advice and our inner knowing has told us something different. And one of the things that I know is that my inner knowing, it's a quiet inner knowing. It It's not jumping from the rooftops and shouting things it's just kind of nudging me quietly and sometimes if I'm too busy or if I haven't been paying attention to my self-care in the way that I should then I can miss it mm-hmm. I can really really miss it you definitely we miss opportunities we miss opportunities from hearing the nudging and and we miss 
that um, that even though the new creativity, we block the new creativity from coming in because our brain doesn't have any space for it. And see, from a neuroscience standpoint, our brain cannot be in the fear mode and the executive brain mode simultaneously. It's, it's one or the other. So if you want to let your brain control you and you go back into your memories, go back into the fears, go back into the doubts, go, oh, yeah, but, you know, the last time that didn't work, you know, that idea, I, I failed doing that. You know, you think like all these things versus coming from, which is, and this is what I love about the science that we're learning now today. The prefrontal cortex is right here. But what else is also right here that the universe, spiritual people have been telling us, a third eye. And now they're saying this is called the executive brain and it's the third eye. So what's happening today is science and spirit is coming together. And it's just validating that everything that we've been saying, that people be crazy, that's whoa, whoa. Like my husband does this with my daughter. He doesn't understand. He's like, she had a a, a four-day event that she was going to be running 12 hour days and the day of the event, she went jogging and he's like, like really? Like, and she was like, and she took a walk in nature and she's like, it's so like, yeah, cause she needs to ground herself cause she's got to show up for people for the next four days, but she still has to do this and do this and do this. And I'm like, so my husband doesn't get it because he comes from the old school masculine. And that's what we've been taught. And that's what we've been trained. And it's great now that I have a young woman to like that has learned this lesson and see it in action. And it, you know what? It always gets done. Isn't that amazing? It always gets done because you will think clearer. You will have more clarity and you'll be decisive and you won't waste energy. And when you don't waste energy, you could use that saved energy on yourself. And you can save it and go and get in your sleep, getting that seven to eight hour sleep that you need, you know, getting to the gym, that exercise, getting your body moved and in all of that, when you're able to do that, that's the beauty of slowing down and not feeling. And, and if you feel like you always have to do, 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 I'm going to ask you to question yourself if you really do value yourself. How much do you value yourself? You know, you bring value, but there's deep down is it could be, you know, if you um, imposter syndrome or I'm not worthy or I'm not enough or I'm too much or I'm not important or I'm powerless or, you know, all of these thought processes really will help you to play small. And that's it'll It'll stop you from playing your big game. So if you want to play a big game, then it's important to slow down and do the quiet time and do the work on yourself. I'm tired of playing around and seeing people sacrifice and seeing people really hurt their health or sacrifice their family. I just had a woman, she was like, well, I'm a single mom and I was running a business. So I, you know, decided that now's not a time to have a relationship with anybody and, and took their relationship off. And that's like a belief that we had of that we can't have it all at the same time. And that's just a belief that's stopping us. Did we lose her? So, so outstanding, Ro. Thank you so much for being our special guest today on the show. 
Can you just Thank tell you. us one more time how people can get in touch with you, perhaps how they can participate in your upcoming workshop? Yes. So my upcoming workshop workshop is Hyper Advance Your Goals and Visions in 2023. You can get it on my collaboration new website of rewiringwomen.com. Then just go forward slash events and it'll bring you right to the event page. If you email me and you want to be on the mailing list, I've been, I'm giving away actually for this week, I'm giving away a free, a free tip. I actually have three game-changing hacks that could be done in less than 15 minutes a day that I'm giving away today. So just email me, ro at rocatordesaro.com. So if somebody say, can you put me on your mailing list? So you could get all this great information. But if you want to go straight to the event, That'll also get you into my mailing list to get these free gifts that I'm giving every day this week. And so that's rewiringwomen.com forward slash events. Thank you. So great to be here. Dr. Davia, I I love what you're doing. I love all your collaboration. I love this. It's a great way that you're getting such great information out there to the world. I love it. Thank you, Ro. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning today really excited to have these amazing women come join us and share their gifts and talents with us. But one of the things that I'd like for you to all remember is that these women who come on our show, they're all members of our Ladies Power Lunch group. And we're all having amazing conversation every single day with women just like Ro. And you can be a part of that conversation too. It's completely free. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.